Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Yvonne Latrell's podcast show. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell. Here with me, as always, is my fabulous, awesome co-host, Essie. Essie, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Yvonne. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. That's good. That's good. How what are you? What you got going on? I'm good. I can't complain. You know, we You know, can't <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait. Your your phone was breaking up a little bit. I know you said something kind of funny. Do you hear me now? Yes. Can't change, won't change. I hear that. Oh, man. So what you got cooking? What you been cooking lately? I know you've been cooking uh, some good stuff lately. Um. Okay, let's see. Did I, Okay, well, only thing I told you is I've been doing the, the salmon croquet. I told you I've been cooking that once a week. And... I, um, let me see. That was last week that I made the, the shrimp and crab pasta, right? I think so. Didn't I send it to you? I think I sent it to your phone. Yeah. yeah with the broccoli, cheese. Okay, yeah. So, and then I've been making my own mango, my, my own pineapple mango smoothie because if I go to McDonald's, their machine is not working. If I go to Polo's Tropical, their machine is not working, so I want my mango smoothie. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you just have to learn how to make these things yourself. Oh, so I, I'm, well, I was going to say tomorrow, maybe not tomorrow, maybe the next day, maybe Thursday, I'm going to try the crab ragoon that they have at the Chinese place because I told you I learned how to make the hibachi rice, hibachi. So I know how to make that. So I'm going to try the crab ragoons. I went on TikTok and and they look pretty easy. And I definitely like those. So I'm gonna try that. So I yeah, I'll keep you updated with that. Okay. I'm gonna do um crazy too crazy. Wait 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 wait. No, your your um phone is is kind of echoing or something. How about now? Say something else? How about now? Now? How about now? Mm, Okay, that last how How about about now now? sounded... (laughs) Can you hear me better? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that last how about now sounded great. Are you going to use sweet cream cheese or are you going to just use regular sour cream cheese? I'm not sure. Oh, so it sounds like you're familiar with it. Yeah. Wait, wait, you're breaking up again. Huh? You're no, 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 your phone. Okay, so it seems like S C hello? Can you hear me? 
Um, yes, okay, yeah, I think you're okay. These people are going to sell us out. Guys, please don't text us and email us because SC can't get his phone together. <laughs> SC, please, the people are depending on us. They're, they're trying to listen to this show. How about that? Can you hear me better? Yeah, you sound great. So um, what were you just okay. asking me? I was saying I was going to use the sour or the sweet. And oh, you right, said, yeah. So you heard of it. So I said, yeah, I know how to make them. Oh, wow. You know, I've always got a bunch of recipes mm-hmm. up my sleeve. Yes, because thanks to you, my pina colada was a hit on Christmas. I told you, oh, my gosh. This was like, I told you, the best Christmas ever, you know, oh, my gosh. I, I made the pina colada. I made pineapple. What what did I make? Pineapple, mango, um, daiquiri. Um, oh, my gosh. It was just a really great, awesome, fun Christmas. Oh, my gosh. I think I really like most the karaoke because I had the microphone in my hand basically the entire time so just talking and singing on the microphone it was just awesome i just had a great time they've been trying to get your ass off that mic (laughs) oh (laughs) god yeah so okay yeah so let's uh so, so tell us something great se anything in the news that you want to talk about um, well, yeah, uh, I've been noticing a trend that's been going on and I don't, well, I don't know if it's a trend, but I've been seeing a lot more and I know it goes through the algorithm. So if you look at something long enough, they'll show you more videos and I've been seeing more parents attacking their children's bullies. There was a, a fight that took place on a playground overseas somewhere. I couldn't tell where it was from, but you could tell it was overseas because everybody had thick accents. And the little mm-hmm. boy was bullying this one kid. The kid ran off. His father came, grabbed the bully, picked him up, and slammed him to the ground. Oh, and no. I don't, I don't advocate for a child to be abused by anybody that's an adult. You know, for the right. most part. Yeah. But this is what a lot of people got to put in perspective and to take into consideration, and that's the fact of some of these people, you don't know how long they probably took to conceive that child. You don't know if they had problems conceiving that child. That child could be not only just because it's their child, but that child could have, like, a special story behind that child's birth. And these parents are getting tired of having to go up to the schools and talk to the teachers, and the teachers and the principals aren't doing anything about it. So I'm noticing a lot of parents are taking it upon themselves, you know, to confront these bullies and beat up these bullies. I seen a video maybe a month ago where this girl got into it with a parent, and the parent wound up showing up. But my Mm -hmm. thing was this, with the whole situation, we're adults, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I want to know what took place between you and my child because my child could have been in the wrong. I exactly. know my children and I know how my kids act and respond. 
And I know my kids are not disrespectful. Either way, shape, or form, that's not my children. But at the end of the day, as an adult, I will respect the other adult and ask them what happened. Right. And then after that, because I want to know why you confront my child. Then after that, I want to hear from my child. Mm-hmm. And if those stories don't add up, me and that parents don't have a problem with each other. Yeah. You know, because it could have just been mm-hmm. a misunderstanding. It could have just been a, a, a moment of just tone, because tones can carry a conversation. The right tone can cause a certain reaction between two people. It could always seem like you're arguing when you just, it just depends on the tone that you're using. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm just noticing yeah. that more and more, you know. And like I said, I'm not advocating for parents to put their hands on somebody's child because you don't know the story behind that child. That child could be special to them beyond just being their child. That child could have been one of one of many children that they tried to have and that's the only one that survived type story. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, but... That's about it, you know. That's what I wanted to talk about. And and oh yeah, did you see the video of the the homeless guy? I got stomped out. I want to say it was in Florida. And I mean, these guys stomped this guy in his head at least a good ten fifteen times, at least. And they stomped him so bad that they didn't even take him to the hospital. They took him to hospice. And ironically, he survived only a couple of days to only pass away. But you knew from how they stomped him that he was going to pass away. And oh, it all no. stemmed from what, what I read. It all stemmed from the guy pulled up in his car, and he asked the homeless dude to wash his car or wash the tires or something or whatever. And the homeless guy must have did something wrong on the tire or something, and they just beat this man senseless. You know, so, you know, it's just, you're seeing more and more senseless crimes, and that that in itself is senseless. I mean, like, I don't know how to explain the the, the evil behind it, because that was pure evil, the way they stomped this man's head, you know. And at first, it kind of looked like a mannequin on how much they were stomping his head, and the guy wasn't even moving. You know, because he was unconscious already. Yeah. But that's all I had in the news right now. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Well. Okay. So first, I want to say. Um. I definitely forgot to say Happy Thoughtful Tuesday. I did say Happy something. I don't even remember. <laughs> but Happy Thoughtful <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, today we were, let's see, we were supposed to have a guest on today and right now, um, we have not heard from the guest. I'm not sure if anything happened, but they did want to be on the show. So right now, if we don't hear from her within the next 20 minutes, we're going to just take some, some emails from you guys we're going to just answer some of your questions 
And let's see. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, all over the place. Snap out of it, Yvonne. Snap out of it. Okay. <laughs> let's see. So, oh, I'm going to do advertisements, and then I do have something that I want to talk about. Let me just go ahead and pay some bills real quick. How about that? Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm not even. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so for advertisement, we have guys and dogs. Okay, so tax season is here. If you are looking to file your taxes, you guys can log on to www.taxresourcecenter.net. Again, that's www.taxresourcecenter.net. And uh, you guys don't have to be in Florida because you can upload your information. So, yes, um, give them a try. Tax season. I mean, oh my gosh, Tax Resource Center, and that's taxresourcecenter.net. Oh, my gosh, help me. Okay, and we have uh, we have Nicholas Sullivan. He has a book available on Amazon. It's called Infatuated with the Streets. That's Nicholas Sullivan. Infatuated with the Street it is available on Amazon. And guys and dolls, don't forget our very own Essie. He will be coming out with a podcast. And Essie is not only a screenwriter. He started off as an author. He has books available on Amazon, but you guys will be better off going to his website. And hold on, let me get that website for you guys. I'm so busy. I have so much stuff here. Okay, guys, so check out www dot the author sc dickens dot com again that's www dot the author sc dickens dot com check out his website his books on there and we will update you when when his podcast is ready his podcast will be available on Monday and Wednesdays and he still will be here with me on Tuesdays. And we do have a lot of projects that we are working on, and we say this all the time, and it's only because, you know, we really are working on projects. And, you know, a project doesn't take one minute. It just takes a while. So some of these projects, you know, it's just still in the making. We're just still working on them. And let's see. What else do I have? Hold on. Do you have anything, Etsy? No, you said it all. My podcast is going to be thought the pit, the. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the voice behind the pin. That's going to be the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be talking to screenwriters, anybody in the movie industry, and any authors out there. So if you're listening, your author or your screenwriter, actor, actress, uh, movie producer or anything of those sorts, let me know. 
and I will be doing interviews on Mondays and Wednesdays, Eastern Standard, 8 p.m. Monday will be the authors, and Wednesdays will be the movie personnel. So stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. And also, if you are in the Florida area and you're looking for a mobile notary, you guys can contact Williams and Williams. They have a phone number. It's, uh, let's see, it's 954 954- Five seven nine nine one eight zero. Again, their number is nine five four five seven nine nine one eight zero. And again, that's for mobile notary. If you are in the Florida area, and oh, let's see, I thought it was something else. Oh my gosh. Um, I think that's it for well, at least for right now. Okay, yeah, so that's it for right now. If um, Oh, and guys, don't forget, very important, if you um, would like to be a guest on the show or if you have a show idea or if you want to just send me and Essie a message, you guys already know you can email us, but we definitely prefer that you text us and the number where you can reach us, the podcast Phone number is 305-204-3371. Again, that number is 305-204-3371. You can contact us also for advertisement also with that number and also to call a shot, to call the show live, to call us live. Uh, you guys, uh, the number here for the studio is 563-999-3548. Again, that number is 563-999-3548. And, oh, my gosh, uh, we definitely want to thank you guys for just spreading the word about the podcast. Thank you all so much because the podcast is definitely growing. Oh, my gosh, it's really growing so I just want to thank you all so much for following us for the downloads thank you guys so much we definitely appreciate that and in other news I want to get into there was a story on Friday I believe it was in Texas there was a 17 a 17 year old young man boy um, him and his friend had went into a convenience store, or I think it was a gas station, and they stole a bag of chips. So they walked out, and the clerk followed them and confronted them over the chips. They exchanged words. The guys, the, the boys, they kept walking, and the clerk wanted to follow these guys over a bag of chips. He lost his life because they shot they shot and killed him and it's it's a sad situation like I want to say to to the young people out here first of all I don't know why you are going around stealing and plotting on people who have a job when you can do the same thing go get your ass a job if you're going to a convenience store a dollar store wherever Ask for an application. Get an application and see if you can get a job there. That way you don't have to steal. Leave people alone. Stop 
robbing people. Just stop the foolishness. Um, and for anyone that see anyone that that's doing something that they have no business doing, pick up the phone and call the cops on their ass. Do not be afraid to call the police. You, when you call the police, you're being a hero by calling the police. You're not being a hero by confronting these people. So, you know, it's a sad situation with the clerk that lost his life. But I say it all the all of the time. Do not be a hero. If someone steals something, if I was working at a store, I don't care if you have a TV, a washing machine, or a dryer. I mean, it's, it's not funny, but I'm just saying, like, I just don't care. If you walk out that store with a TV, a television, anything, a refrigerator, I am not confronting you. That's your damn business. That's not my television. That's, you know, that's not my shit. That's not my stuff. So all of that stuff can be replaced. And I said, okay, so I also said this story right here that I'm about to say, um, about to tell you guys right now. When I was 16 years old, I worked at Winn-Dixie for about, I don't know, maybe four months. Hey, I was just a teenager, so I don't even know why I was working there in the first place. But I was just like, oh, yeah, I want a job. And next thing you know, I didn't want a job. But anyways, for the time that I did work at Winn-Dixie, for those few months at 16, um, so uh, this guy came through my line, and he had a lot of fruit in his hands. And I asked him when he got to my line, I'm like, hi, sir, are you ready? And he told me to hold on. Next thing you know, his wife, his girlfriend, I don't know, it was a female with him. She had a bunch of fruit also in her hand. <laughs> they bagged up the fruit. <laughs> they bagged up the fruit yeah. themselves and they walked out. And I was just thinking, oh, my gosh, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but... From back then, when I was 16, hey, that, you know, I knew then to just mind my business. I didn't contact the manager. I didn't say, hey, we're security because, hey, that's security job. It's not my job to tell security that somebody is stealing. And you know what I'm saying? I'm not security. So I'm not, you know, I'm not going after anybody. And it's just not my business, you know, like. It's not my business. And definitely now, these days, when everybody is pulling out a gun and shooting you over some stupid shit, just like this guy on Friday who lost his life. He was 42 years old. The clerk, he was 42. He had a wife and he had children. Now they are left behind because their dad wanted to be a hero and follow these guys over a bag of chips. Do not lose your life over anything. It's not worth it, no matter the amount. And even if you work somewhere and somebody is stealing and the manager say, hey, hey, go after them. Hell no, you go after them. I ain't getting shot up. You go get shot up. I'm trying to go home. I want to clock out. You know, I'm only here for a goddamn paycheck. So, no. Um, you know, you just have to think about it. You know, your life is way more important than all of these things that can be replaced. So, it, you know, it's just, oh my God. What do you have to say about that, Essie? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I tell my sons because they both work at retail stores, you know, and uh, I tell them, I said, listen, this is, that stuff, they have insurance on it. You know, people go in, steal, whatever. Your life is not 
worth risking for a store that if you did the wrong thing, and even if you did protect it, sometimes they're going to still get rid of you because they're going to be like, you should have just left them leave or whatever. And, it, yeah. and with those situations, it's damn if you do and damn if you don't because if you don't help, then they'd be like, oh, you just let them walk out. Then if you do help, they'd be like, why did you try to stop them? You know, that's not part of your job description. So it's like you're stuck in a hard place. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know? Oh no. That that's just one of them situations, you know, just leave it alone, you know. Yeah. And that, it, you're right, it's it's not worth it, man. You see all these people on these videos going into Walmart, taking stuff, walking out the store. One of the ladies that worked for the USC, uh I think it was in a Hawaii or something, the guy was going into one of the the electronic stores and he was stealing something. And she was trying to stop the guy. She was part of the loss prevention. And they wound up terminating her because they told her that was not part of her job description. She should have just let the guy leave or whatever. And then Dana White wound up hiring her, you know, because they mm. made national news. It was like this woman was doing her job. And you, you tell her that, you know, you're going to fire her for doing her job. But I, right. I have a big theory with these, these Walmart stores and everything because at the end of the day, Walmart, I think, I think they 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 set up some of these scenarios the way they go down because it's like every Walmart somewhere somebody's taking that much stuff and just walking out and everything else. And if you know Walmart is a target targeted store, why don't you have uh, extra security? You know, you don't right. see people doing that in Target, right? You know, and and it's just crazy to me. You know, I tell people that I said, man, that's a bigger agenda. You know, because those are opportunities to raise the prices. Because right now, Walmart is supposedly the cheapest store to go get stuff from. You know. Yeah, but, but you know, um, you got to catch up with the time. Yeah. Also, like, um, I um I I don't go to Walmart. I have this. I have my stuff delivered. So, I mean, people should think about that. Also, like, it'll have to be like a reason that I'm there. Like. If I'm trying to return something and they won't pick up the return, because even with the returns, FedEx can come pick up the package or whatever. But if I have to return something, I'm going to go early in the morning. But for the most part, I have so many deliveries coming from Walmart. Um, I'm So I'm not really in a grocery store too, too much these days because people are so crazy and Walmart is so put it in ghetto so oh my gosh no I, I I want to go return something and I'm going to send you the picture this was like a few weeks ago and I said to the Janice like I've seen it online but not never in person it, there was a girl in there and she had on some bedroom shoes she had on like a hair scarf a robe, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what the fuck? Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, come on. You know, even if it's just a, a grocery store, you're still in public, you know? I I don't, uh-uh, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. You don't wear pajamas well, you know, to, I'm listening. Well, you know, people, you know, some people feel like always oh, just run in and out of the store. You know, and I get it. You want to be comfortable no. or whatever, you know. But <laughs> No, not in no bedroom shoes in a robe. 
No. <laughs> no way. No. How you know she not the fly though? Huh? How you know she she wasn't a flash? <laughs> Do not pay SC any mind. Do not listen to him. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it is. She's probably a flasher, you know. You know, but Yeah. All right. I just got a message. Okay. Um, I'm trying to open this up. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, okay. But in other news. In other news, <laughs> we're waiting on SC. What? See what, what we uh, have. Hold on. Okay. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So another thing I meant to mention, too. I know a lot of people, because of the construction everywhere, and I know a bunch of states are having a bunch of things like um, New York. They just started this thing. They have a congestion fear or congestion tax or whatever, however they – they're trying to promote it or whatever. But if you drive downtown Manhattan, they charge you a fee because mm-hmm. they're saying that they're overpopulated, overcongested. So they're charging people to try to, I guess, to try to start using the subway system or, or whatever. It's just another way the government bullying you into doing what they want you to do. They say, we'll charge you for your car that you pay taxes on, that you pay insurance for. We're going to charge you to drive the public streets now. You know, and mm-hmm. instead of you driving your car, we just charge you in taxes. Because they realize the more people are saying, man, the hell with this, we'll carpool. And they're probably losing money in transit. Transit is probably taking a huge hit because people wow. are carpooling in and out of work. You understand what I'm saying? People yeah. are like, no, well, they talk about the congestion. I say, yeah, that's a, clean, that's a, a nice way to clean up a situation. That's a nice way to say, oh, yeah, you know what? We're failing in the transit system because people are driving, more people are driving, you know, and we need to get money back into the transit system. So let's start charging them a fee, you know. Right, right. But each government, is it is what it is, how they treat us, you know. Each government, I don't care what nobody says, we're not free. We have the illusion of being free, you know. Right, right. This, that's an illusion, man. It's an illusion. And we're slowly but surely losing freedom more and more. What, well, quote, unquote, what we consider freedom. We're losing that more and more. No? Yeah. Well, um. But in other news. <laughs> in other news. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, so remember I was just talking about the guys that stole the, the bag of chips and I did say, Hey, you know, you guys, you know, you need you guys out here, you need to get a job. You need to stop plotting on people or or whatever. Um, I just got a email, I don't know if you see it, S E, but so someone responded to that and it just said, 
unemployed people, they're always they always want to fight. How about you go punch a clock and knock and <laughs> knock out eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that is hilarious. Right, but but that but that is true. That is true. Like, I mean, come on, you know, you're taking people's life because you know, oh my gosh, I just cannot believe this man lost his life over a bag of chips. And again, I just have to say one last time, people, please, please do not, do not, if you, if you do work at a store, do not follow these people out the store. Do not confront them. If you want to resolve the issue, just call the cops, see if you can get a description of the car that they are in, the tag number, or if they're walking or whatever, riding a bicycle or whatever, you know, just do that. But do not confront these crazy people. Yeah. Because you never know what type of day a person's having. You never know what their their mental state is at the time that you could confront you confront them because they could just had a bad day. They could have just went through something. They could be going through something, you know, and I tell everybody, yo, you could be somebody's final straw. You could be the yeah. straw that breaks the camel's back when it comes to people and dealing mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. Well, I don't see the guest. So I guess we're going to go to plan B, mm-hmm. and that's not the pill, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about <laughs> the emails. <laughs> so I got a couple of emails. Hold on one second. Okay. Who is it? All right. Did it just open up? No, it didn't. Oh, man, hold up. Okay, so the first email is Lester from New Jersey. I wanted to know, could I be a guest on your show? Before you answer, I wanted to expose my mother's husband's husband. She's been married to her, I guess it's him, since I was eight. And I'm now 25, and he used to molest me. Whoa. Oh, my God. He holds a powerful public position. Ooh. No, you're going to have to answer that when you're walking. I don't mean that, okay. but he said he holds a powerful public position. I guess we're going to have to. Okay, so if you're listening, this is this is the game plan. Then that's the email, and we're going to have to go a little more in details with that, only because if he holds a powerful public position, that is not a, a fight that we're, we're going to take on, you know, and not to say that your story is not worth telling, you know. Right. Maybe you could tell a story, but we're going to just leave names out, and if you do slip up and say his name, we'll probably just delete it out of it, only because... At this point in time, we'll, we we would be promoting um, slander if it comes out that it's not true. And I'm not saying that you're lying. I'm not saying that. 
I'm not trying to victimize you twice. But at the end of the day, we don't have proof of it. Now, if you have proof of it, and you got a memoir that you want to put out or whatever, then that, that, that'll that be all on you, you know. So if I guess if we bring you on the show and you say, yo, you're going to have it in your memoirs, I guess we could be covered from slander, I guess, you know. And if anybody that's out there that's an attorney, if you're hearing this, could you please answer the question for us that, you know, if they come onto the show and they expose a, fa- a family member, a parent, or whoever that holds a political position, and if they mention the person's name and they said it's going to be in their book, will we be held responsible for what they say? Because I know if we allow them to say it, if I'm not mistaken, that is promoting slander. We gave them the platform to promote it. You understand what I'm saying? So Yeah. I, that's a touchy situation. So I don't know. But if you send us another email and possibly we talk to you on the phone and we get more details of the situation, and I guess that we could break down the situation to the to the audience on the day of your interview and just put it out there that basically these are not our words. We're not promoting what he's saying, but we're not denying it either. We're just giving him a platform to, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay, well, okay, well, I have a email. This young lady wanted to remain anonymous, but it seems like this email is referring to when Lucas Stone was a guest on the show. Um, And so basically, this can't be answered today either, but I will acknowledge your question. She sa- she is asking, what are some ways I can improve as a wife on my head game? So on her oral sex. And we were going to have a Freaky Friday. So I guess she's waiting for the Freaky Friday show that Essie was supposed to be getting that together when Lucas Stone come back on the show. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I guess but, so. what, well, I'm just saying she wants to know how can she improve um, her oral sex skills on on her husband. So <laughs> I'm assuming you Lucas ready to call Lucas up right now on the phone. <laughs> yeah, but. But these people are waiting for the Freaky Friday show for when Luke when Lucas come back on. So um, I'm I don't know who else is going to be on you that particular it, show. You want to do it the Friday of uh, Valentine's Day? Friday of Valentine's Day. Let's see. What day is the, Valentine's the, uh, Day for? Okay, Valentine's Day is on a Wednesday, and that that Friday, that's the 16th. Yeah. You want to do it on the 16th? Mm, Yeah, we can. I'll hit up Lucas. Okay. So we scheduled it. Yeah. And then that young lady who you had on the show as well who was talking about the butt plugs or whatever, so I don't know who all you're going to have on that show. And then her question will be answered. So I will save this email. Okay. 
Yeah, sound like a plan. Sound like a plan. Uh, so February 16th, you got to put that in the calendar and remind me. Okay. Yvonne. Okay. All right. So my next one is Oscar from Milwaukee. I'm married to a black woman, and I was raised in a racist household. My parents came to visit, and my stepson overheard them use the N-word. Okay. So my wife is mad because I never confronted them. When she asked me why I told her the truth, I said, you knew they were racist and you wanted to meet them. So was I wrong for not addressing my parents or my response? Okay, so okay. all in okay, short. Wait. wait, so wait, who, okay, he, I'm confused. Okay, he is, okay. his mom, wait, his mom is married to someone out of No, he says, uh, the kid, his stepson overheard his, his biological, Oscar's biological parents used the N-word, and the stepson overheard it. And his wife, Oscar's wife, who happens to be black, said why did he, he, she was upset with him because he didn't confront his parents about it. And his response was, you knew they was racist, but you wanted to meet them anyway. So he wanted to know, was he wrong for not addressing his parents or his response to his wife? All in short, she knew what she was getting into, for one. And he was right, you know? Second, I think personally he should have said something to him. He didn't have to address them right then and there, but I think that should have been a conversation that they had later on. Like, yo, listen, we knew, you know, my wife knew that you guys were the way you were. But I would, I would, I would respect the fact if you wouldn't say things like that in their presence or in my house. However, you feel, you feel that way where you're from or where you where you're at. You understand what I'm saying? If you if you felt like you were gonna judge or say something negative, you shouldn't have came. You know. So I don't think he was wrong for his response because he was being truthful. And a lot of times I realize with women. They don't want it. They want to hear the truth, but when they hear the truth, it's like they didn't want to hear that truth. They wanted to hear the truth that they wanted to hear, and that makes sense. They have. They want to hear a narrative that they think that should have took place because they said that it should have took place. Hmm. Okay. So, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's uh, something not to actually skip over answering that, but I was actually going to read one also uh, that says, do people who date outside their race come from trauma within their race? Mm. I don't think so. Uh, Yeah. I kind of think so. Uh, no, why? I think why we're gonna have to agree that? to disagree. You know why? Okay. You know why? Okay. So, okay. So, so the biggest conversation that's always had in the black community is that black men don't protect black women, and black men feel that black women don't come to our aid when we need it. 
black black men feel that black women don't submit to them. There's always a reason why they feel like they shouldn't, but they realize in other races they're brought up to serve the man. Spanish households, the man comes first. Asian households, the women are submissive to the men. It's only in the black community where the biggest problem is, oh, why do I have to submit to him? He's not my husband. But if you turn that coin, you flip that coin, you want us to do all of this stuff up front. But at the end of the day, we got to jump through hoops to hold our position that y'all want us to take when it comes to protecting y'all. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, I well, totally agree that that I, comes from trauma within no, their race. I, I definitely disagree with that. Okay. Um, I want to hear your oh, argument oh, on the fact. Okay, 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 but no, but I'm just saying, okay, so my parents, my mom, she submitted to my dad, so. Okay, so listen. And, no, 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 hold on. Now, hold on. But not to cut you off. But let's let's be reasonable with our responses, and the reason why I say that is the the women that our parents were dating are not the women of today. The men that the women were dating back in those days are not the men of today. But you understand okay, what I'm saying? No, Social I do media not understand. Has, Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I want to hear this. You don't understand no. because of what? I don't understand what you're saying because, okay, the question is, do people who date outside their race come from trauma within their race? No, I don't agree with that. I'm just saying because in my family, there are people that do date outside um, the race, our race, and... Mm-hmm. There was no trauma, so I don't I don't believe that. Now, back in the day, I will say back in the day, okay, so my mom, her mother is black, her father is not. Um, now, in those days, it was different, and his family did not accept my grandmother because she was um, a, a black woman, but uh, his family accepted the, the children, you know, my mom and, you know, her son. Her, uh, siblings but they didn't like my grandmother back then but you know back then it was racist now I mean I don't I don't know I don't have the answer from you know for back then but I just don't think that um oh I'm traumatized so I'm I'm going to date outside of my race I don't know I think I mean if you love somebody you you love somebody I don't think it have to do with trauma within the race I don't think so I, okay, so I could I could kind of get your point that you're making, that you're trying to make. But my thing is this. Have we ever heard of our grandparents, our grandmothers especially, talk about she had a hot girl summer. <laughs> I could do it bad by myself. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? These are phrases that are taking place at this present moment. Everything was about family and unity back then. Yeah, that's true. You understand what I'm saying? Now, oh, I could do bad all by myself. Oh, I don't need a man. So that's why I feel that, yeah, it is trauma amongst their race, or amongst our race. That's why they date outside our race. 
we didn't have the passport bros back then. Now, that's a, a big thing now. We're leaving this country to go to other countries because we see how the women deal with the men in those countries. You know, everything well, with, with and, and it's even with, with some of the videos, even though we joke and we laugh at some of the videos that we send each other or whatever, Mari can't be right. They say men cheat all the time, but it's like 80% of Mari guessed, oh, he's not the father. So it can't just be men that are, you understand what I'm saying? It just can't be men. You know, and I'm just using that as a, but, as a as a point, as a tool. You know, but yeah, but this I is not about men or trauma. women. No, but this is not about men or or women. This just it's about just race. Period. It doesn't matter what race, black, white, Spanish. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It's just about race. It's not about the the gender. Oh, yeah, everybody cheats. Every race cheats. There's, there's no race that's not. I'm you not know, talking about was, cheating. Just, I'm just talking about dating outside the race. I don't think every yeah, race. But, I mean, well, yeah, but um, what I think, you mean? You don't think what every race? Wait, no. I was going to say I don't think every race cheat, but I'm, I'm going to take that back. I lie. do think. No, yeah. wait, no, yeah, okay. Well, I, I don't know. I just think Chinese people probably aren't as bad. I think black people are just out of control. No, let me tell you something. When it comes to cheating. <laughs> me, no, personally, no. no. I, I don't believe in cheating, but um, but go ahead. Oh, no, we got to speak to an ex of yours. Because you, 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 you I don't cheat. A lot with your relationship. <laughs> but, okay, now, listen, I didn't say that I was perfect because I'm not perfect, but I, I don't believe in cheating. Uh. Oh, okay, so okay, we get we get it somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. He's coming closer and closer to a confession. <laughs> I'm not coming closer to a confession because I'm not a cheater. Uh, I'm faithful. Okay. One day we're gonna get you drunk and have you on the show. We're gonna talk, <laughs> and we're gonna get you to confess or something. Why? But it's cool. Um, I may confess to something, but it won't be to cheating. Um, and nobody's uh, going to say, oh, yeah, yeah, when when you was with her, yeah, she cheated with me. No. And oh, uh-huh. no. Oh, no. So, mm-hmm. Well, now, now, now I have to get some exes on the show. Talk to a couple of exes and see what what really went wrong. Ain't none of my exes coming on this show. If they could come on the show, and they're going to get cursed out when they come on the show. They could come on the show. The number to the show is 563-999-3548. Again, 563-999-3548. They could come on the show, and they will get cursed out. (laughs) They definitely will get cursed out. Oh man. Okay, but so, so since we couldn't one? come, well, I don't know. Um, I was oh, just going to say yeah, since we yeah, no, no, I was just going to say since we couldn't come to a agreement on on this last one, 
I guess we can go to the next one. But before we do go to the next one, I again, like I said, I do not believe that there's trauma within if you date outside your race. Essie, something is wrong with you. I'm telling you. There's signs. There's signs showing that there is trauma. What kind of trauma? That that doesn't make any what? sense. That that you, doesn't make any sense. Okay, so right now, bros. okay, if I okay, but if I date, I'm talking about me. So if I date outside my race, um, I uh, have trauma within my it race. It doesn't mean necessary all the time. No, 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 no. Okay, so see, this is what we're okay. So we're not gonna do this. We're not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, rephrase that. Yeah, not all the time, and I didn't mean by all the time. I'm just saying that some some of the times that there is some trauma amongst their race. That's why they're dating outside of their race. Sometimes that is the case. Like some people be like, "Well, I just don't like nobody in my race. I just like dating outside my race, and that's a preference." You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But the trauma comes with a preference as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay, well, next question. Um, okay, so once <laughs> the police is called in a relationship, is uh, 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 should the relationship be over? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I knew what you were going to say. Hell yeah, the relationship. Why? <laughs> Why should Why? it be over? Okay, so listen. So this this is because you are jeopardizing the person's freedom and that person's life because you don't know how that officer is going to respond when they get there. Yeah, that but what if this be person unhappy. beat you up? Uh, what if this person beat you up or stabbed you or shot at you? Okay, well then, yeah, you're right. It is over because after I call the police on you, I don't want you anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, nah. Once you once you threaten me with nine one one, oh, it's over. You ain't even got wait. We ain't got wait for the police to get there. So you tell me you call the cops. Oh yeah, we done. That relationship is totally over, yo. We ain't got nothing. We ain't even got to go to court. The judge ain't got to speak to me about nothing. So, yeah. And I'm going to tell you now, fellas, if you stick around, you know, that's your preference. I'm not calling you stupid to your face, but <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I've never had, and I'm a knock on wood on that one. Never had a woman call the cops on me. I've never done anything for her to have to call the cops on me. But if she did, if she just happened to say, "Oh, you're going to jail," that's a lie. (laughs) We ain't got to go any further. Once you say you're going to jail, or I'm calling the cops, or whatever, my stuff is packed. I ain't got nothing else to say to you. I'm going to pack my stuff, and I'm gone. I could stick around for what? And if you do have yeah. to call the police on someone, then you should not want that person either. So, like, if you're calling the police, um, most likely you're calling for a reason. I mean, if you're just calling just for no reason, uh, you know, oh, you're going to jail. You're going to jail because, you know, you're mad or whatever. But if someone have done something to you, then yeah, pick up that phone, call the cops, and you should be done anyways. 
Yeah, some women use that as a um, a tactic anyway. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the cops. You know, or oh, they're going to come get your black ass, or they're going to take your ass to prison. Nah, you ain't got to. <laughs> nope. I'm good. <laughs> you ain't even got to wait for them. We ain't even got to go that far. You know what? I'm. You're right. I'm wrong. Pack my stuff in. <laughs> I wait for my Uber outside in the cold or in the rain. <laughs> right. And then I might just set up my my camera phone and just the uh, whole time while I'm packing my stuff. How's that going? Yeah. Just just be like so she don't talk about when they get there because if she call them they're gonna show up because that's that's protocol. They have to show up when a woman calls about domestic. To show up. So, out of fact, my stuff's gonna be packed. As soon as they come, they're gonna be my escort. Oh my god! Make sure they escort me off the property. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell them, y'all can trespass me too, cause I'm never coming back. <laughs> Give my full name, my address, so y'all can buy well daddy trespass me, cause it ain't happening. I'm not coming back. You know, start telling them how to do their job. Mm-mm. But I don't know. And I, I I got a couple of friends that that stuck around, you know. And I told them I said, hey, listen, you know, don't don't make my decision make you make your decision. You know, that's just my viewpoint on things, and that's how I look at. It. You know, I'm not gonna put myself in a situation where I'm going to go to jail, you know, for uh, somebody that if they call the cops, they didn't really want to be with me long anyway because they know yeah. that that's the passage to, to going to, de- to dying, you know, because you don't know what type of cop going to show up. You know, he might have watched his mom get beat up when he was a kid. He might have it out for people that beat up women or feel like they're you know, that he's going to be the judge, jury, execution that night, you know? So yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you tell me you call the police, our relationship is over. And if you didn't know, just know. <laughs> it's over. But, well, we came to the end, Yvonne. It's talking okay. about quick, didn't it? Yes. Uh, did you want to take any more emails? Mm. Or... No, we can. Okay. Unless you got one last one you wanted to read. Um, I just thought I'm thinking about them up. Yeah, mine did the same thing. That's why I said no, because every time I keep clicking on it, And it seemed like it, it cut off. It's like some testers in the cold. It just ain't working. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, then if that's all you want to take for today, then, yeah, then that is fine. Okay. And we will reschedule. Oh, next week we have um, a a different guest. So the um, 
the guest for tonight who was supposed to come on tonight, we will have to reschedule her for another time because next week we have uh, well, the the guy with the Tubi movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keith okay. something. Yeah, I can't okay. remember his last name off the top of the top of my head. Yeah, but he has a bunch of Tubi movies out. I've seen a few of them. You know, pretty you know, pretty interesting background. Okay. You know, so I definitely wanted to bring him on the show. We spoke, and uh, he he. I think he'll be a good source of information for people that want to be or get their movie on Tubi. Because if I'm not mistaken, he's a distributor for them as well. So right. Okay. All right, I think it was then. Keith okay. Powell or something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I know I have right? it. Keith Powell. I, I think I it's in the schedule that you sent to me, so I'll have to look it up. But okay, so yeah, and we can yeah. So like I said, and we will just reschedule her for um, I guess whenever because we have other people that want to come on the show, so. But okay, yeah, so that's it. Any yep, final words? That's Keith yeah, Lateen any... Powell. Okay. That's his name. No, that's it. All right, everybody. Well, that does it for us. Again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. And again, thank you all so much for just telling everyone. We appreciate the listeners that are on and just we just want to thank you guys for just oh my gosh like all of the downloads we're very happy and excited (laughs) so that does it for us and stay tuned for our next episode good night everybody good night everybody Do you have trouble remembering that one thing you went to the grocery store to buy? Here's a tip. Forget about it. Just pick up Fresh Florida Strawberries. They're delicious, in-season, and available now. Here's another tip. Go to FreshFromFlorida.com and use local Florida strawberries for wonderful recipes like strawberry arugula salad or strawberry fritters. And while you're there, join the Fresh From Florida Club for free perks. Fresh From Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.